are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a November 25th, Friday episode of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia-Gunderson, a writer for BlazersEdge.com and former Blazers beat writer from the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a, a nice Thanksgiving. I hope you were able to be with your loved ones, whoever those may be. And I, I hope, hope you enjoyed the holiday. If you needed to get out there and get some Black Friday deals and and yeah you, you brave the elements to get them you know good on you I know that um, it's a big day for a lot of people I know that uh, some other people did some other stuff for Black Friday like donating to uh, the folks at Standing Rock um, which is something that I did but um, so whatever you did for your Black Friday I hope it uh, it fulfilled you I hope that it uh, helped get you into the holiday spirit, which I, I, I feel like um, is now what's happening. And in perhaps that same spirit, the Portland Trailblazers finally get a win after struggling for the last few games. They just lost back-to-back to the Knicks and Cavs, and they had lost four of five with one win mixed in there at Brooklyn. One of those losses in that four or five stretch at the hands of the New Orleans Pelicans at Smoothie King Center. The Pelicans, who were winners of four straight since getting back Drew Holiday, since getting back Drew Holiday, that winning streak started against the Blazers. But the Blazers win it 119-104 on Friday. Damian Lillard with 27 points and 11 assists with another very good statistical outing. CJ McCollum, 24 and three assists, both of them were an identical 9 of 19 from the field. Uh, at least on their 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 total field goals, they were a little different from deep. Uh, CJ McCollum, 4 of 8 from deep. And Damian Lillard, 3 of 7, including uh, a real deep one in, in the third quarter against Tim Frazier. Again, he and his buddy Tim Frazier had a, a, another battle. Mason Plumley getting... Super close to that triple-double that he talked about in the preseason. 12 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. Blazers survive a monster game from Anthony Davis, who had 31 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 blocks in the loss. Pelicans made several runs down the stretch, but Portland either had an answer or the Pelicans negated those little runs with mistakes of their own. One that comes to mind in the last couple of minutes uh, of the fourth quarter, Drew Holiday comes off a pick and roll, launches a three, makes it, but Anthony Davis gets called for moving on the screen on Damian Lillard, and the Blazers do just enough and finish with one of their better wins of the season. They're at 9-9. Nine and nine. They are 500 again, and they are currently in the eighth seed. They jump in. There looks like they're going. They're, they jumped in front of the. Lakers in the standings for eighth in the West, but that was going to happen no matter what, just because they've played more games. They're going to gain another half game on the Lakers 
as the Lakers are down by 19 with two minutes left in Los Angeles. But the Blazers win. They get they get back to the winning ways, the ways that they have not really found that consistently so far this season. They're 9-9. Nine and nine. It's still a, a better spot than they were in last season, but the West itself is not as weak from top to bottom. It looks like there's at least nine good teams, and then you have Denver, who's kind of always hanging around in games, but just can never seem to win those games. Blazers are 9-9 are nine and nine right now, and, and they're going to pick up a, a half game on, on the Lakers here, but still not, not the season that you would like. There's been no update as on Alpha Rukaminu. So uh, as far as we know, he is still not ready with that calf injury that's kept him out for the last two weeks. But the Blazers get a win, and at least in the time that they've been without Aminu, I think this game was their most complete game of the season. They finish with a offensive rating of 117 and a defensive rating of 103. And that's really the first time that the Blazers have been able to combine very good offense with very good defense. And that that recipe is something that the Blazers the Blazers weren't even getting very good offense and passably okay defense for a lot of the season so far. And for them to have a game where they really helped slow down a team that had been playing well as of late, I think it was a good win for this team and a win that they definitely needed. In the second half, the guys on the bench were a little bit more excited. Uh, the guys that weren't in the game, Stotts w- was doing some throwing some some caution to the wind a little bit early, going to Jake Lehman in the in the early going uh, in the second in the first half in the second quarter, where the Blazers kind of turned things around. Their defense was a little lackadaisical. They were struggling really in that early part of the second quarter. Stotts takes out Noah Vonley and Jake Lehman comes into the game. And in the time that Lehman was in before he went in towards the end of the game. The the Blazers were up by nine in those four minutes or so that Lehman played in the first half. So uh, whether it was Lehman, uh, you know, may not have had a whole lot to do with him, but he at least hustled, brings him some athleticism. But I think the guy that uh, really deserved a lot of credit tonight, that really got the bench going, someone who has played better lately, and someone the Blazers need to play well in the future, Myers Leonard, major props to Leonard for another solid game. He had a really good game against the Nets on Sunday and his second good game this week. Myers Leonard, 15 points, nine rebounds, two assists, shooting the ball with confidence, playing with confidence, cutting to the basket, running in transition, catching the ball and finishing without hesitation. All the stuff that we like to see from Myers Leonard, stuff that we have seen just only for limited stretches and not for extended periods. And tonight he had one of those games that shows you the type of player he could be. And it wasn't just offensively. It felt like he was taking things seriously defensively, was trying to be physical at the very least with Anthony Davis. And I think that Leonard's shooting 
really got the bench going. Evan Turner did not have a great offensive game from the field, but he was aggressive, had four assists. Leonard, obviously a big part of that. Alan Crabb, not a very good game. I talked about him in the last podcast. His offense, especially his mid-range shooting, has kind of is has gone in the tank. It's uh, really bad, really far off where it has been uh, or where it was last year, excuse me. And his defense has not been what the Blazers need it to be. And Leonard gave them a boost. Vonley got benched after five minutes. Stotts didn't really like how things were going out there. They went with Leonard and Davis a lot. They went with Leonard and Plumley a lot. And it worked tonight. The Pelicans do play. They have two big men that they do play at times in Davis and Ashik. But one of the things that I thought was really impressive is that the Blazers were able to hang with the small ball. Didn't really matter what lineups they were going. And Stotts, not afraid to make adjustments like going to Layman in the second quarter to match up just a little bit better. And it seems like the team just had a better attitude, better focus, better everything on the defensive end. They still had their just really head-scratching mistakes, guys getting lost in transition, guys getting to the basket with ease. But they, they did enough to win tonight, and especially in the third quarter, I thought they really made things tough, and in the fourth quarter as well, but that late second quarter, third, fourth, really was one of the better defensive stands for the Blazers. It wasn't, they weren't just allowing easy penetration. There was a little bit more of a wall around the painted area. The Pelicans have played really well. They also shot the ball extremely well from three, but the Blazers did a good enough job of getting rebounds holding holding their own on the glass not letting the pelicans get extra possessions and the blazers themselves got more extra possessions they out rebounded on the offensive glass the pelicans 12 to 2 so the blazers looking more with more ed davis are looking more like the team that we knew last season that finished last season strong that won a playoff series and I think that they, whenever Aminu comes back, they've got to go back to that. I'm on the record saying that before. I think the Aminu at four with Harkless, Plumley, Lillard, and McCollum is their best lineup. But I think from what we've seen in these last few stretches where Stotts has made a point to get Ed Davis in the game more, that he's super crucial to this team, super crucial to the identity of this team, and just knows how to get the job done, whereas I think a guy like Vonley, who has a ton of talent, doesn't have that sense of urgency, that toughness, that attitude, and the command also of his teammates that I think Davis does. And you, I, it's going to be they, – they've got to play Davis a lot of minutes, and it, it's got to be at least 20, and another factor – of Davis playing more and playing well is I do think that it allows, even though Davis has started, Leonard has gotten a lot of time with Davis, and I think that that lineup is is pretty lethal for the Blazers, especially against bench units 
hard to contend with a guy that can rebound the way Davis can and can shoot the way Leonard can with the perimeter weapons that the Blazers have. And that lineup really hasn't gotten a whole ton of play so far this season. Their numbers actually on the season are not very good, but last year, the Leonard-Davis combo, the Blazers were a positive when those two guys were on the floor, and that was mostly bench units, and it's a much longer, it's much bigger data set than what we've got now for this season, and both these guys play really well off of each other. I think I could still say that even though their net rating in a very, very small sample uh, right now is not, is not in the positive, but I just think that having more Davis on the court is going to help. I said that before he started to get more minutes when the Blazers rebounding was in a really tough spot. He just gives the Blazers something. And I think by playing him more, the Blazers, we're we're seeing the benefits of that. And I think we will see the benefits of more extended run for Leonard and Davis together whenever Aminu does come back we're seeing a little bit of it in in the last couple of games and we saw it tonight as well in the win but I I do think that we're going to see more of that combination whenever Aminu does come back because the Blazers have something that works with those two guys off the bench and they haven't had anything that works for most of the season off the bench. Crab has been spotty. Turner has played better in the past week, but still not playing up to his career levels. McCollum has been good for most of the season, but I think that Davis-Leonard lineup is probably the one that the Blazers have to ride with as the second unit front court. As much as I like Vonley's talent, he just isn't the right guy to be either an anchor on the defense right now for this team or to be a guy that spaces the floor because it doesn't seem like teams, even though he shot well from three to start the season, it doesn't seem like teams are putting it on the scouting report that he's a threat to shoot. And he's also not a wing. So it when, when teams come out like the Pelicans do and they're playing Terrence Jones at center you've got to do something a little bit different and the Blazers did things a little bit different tonight they took out Vonley a little bit earlier Leonard and Davis did their thing Leonard and Plumley did their thing Plumley again with a solid game and Harkless continues to play well but the Blazers defense and offense really just did a good job of playing a complete game and it, it felt like in especially in that second half that the the Blazers realized what they had to do in this game and they showed some of the maturity that maybe was lacking a little bit in a game like say the Chicago game where they're at home they're closing out a, a home stand and they're about to head on the road and they just expect to win, and I think that whether it's sub, it's it's definitely got to be subconscious. I don't think that they're coming in here talking about teams like they're going to win, but they didn't act like that tonight. They didn't act like it was a given. They acted like the team last year that 
clawed and scratched for every victory. And that's what they have have to get to get back to doing because this team, as great as the two guards are, are not a team that can get by on just talent. They're not the Warriors. They can't just find their way and score 120 just when it finally starts to get going. You know, they they have got to scratch and claw to get wins and to be the team they need to be or they want to be. And the second half, that middle of the second quarter on, was really uh, just a, a much better performance from the Blazers, much more aggressive. They were much better at imposing their will defensively. Ed Davis, again, did a lot of the work on Anthony Davis. Davis had a good game, but he will have good games. But the Blazers at least made it hard for him. And that's something that they haven't done against any star players for for most of the season so far. Their defense is, is no longer in last place, though it was entering the game. You can thank the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers for that. The Lakers are now the worst defense in terms of defensive rating in the league. But the Blazers still have kinks to work out. I think that getting Aminu back will definitely help. But some more good news. Again, Blazers get another nice outing, almost score 120 points. They had an offensive rating of 117. So that offense, too, is starting to starting to ramp up a little bit. They had a good offensive game against Cleveland. They just had an atrocious defensive game. Blazers win tonight, 119-104 against the New Orleans Pelicans to move to 9-9 on the season. Interesting times right now for the Blazers because they're 9-9. Last year they started the season 11-20, but they find themselves trailing uh, in the standings against two teams that I think are going to be there for a little while unless an injury or two gets them. Memphis is at 10 and 6 right now and the Blazers are at 9 and 9. Houston's at 9 and 6. Big game on Sunday, especially for playoff positioning. This 4 5 6 7 8 race is looking a lot like the Eastern the Eastern Conference playoff race did last year where it could come down it's it could very well come down to the final day of the season to see which teams get seated where. And things like tiebreakers will be very important in deciding that. The Blazers got blown out the other night in Houston, which was the first game of the the road trip that they just got back from. And with the Rockets ahead of them in the standings, this game matters a lot. It's going to be a game that definitely has playoff implications, and the Blazers are going to have to play like a team that, that, that needs this game. And... They also haven't done very well against the good teams in the West, so getting a win against a team like the Rockets is going to be much more impressive. They did beat the Grizzlies in Memphis, which is looking even better now, but they, they've they got to get this one at home against Houston, especially if they, they, they want to be able to catch the Rockets later on because Harden's been an absolute machine. He is putting up insane numbers, and it doesn't look like he's going to slow down, and the defense is better is much better than last year so far in the early season so can't really count on the rockets to to slip and 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 then expect to make it up 
later on. They've got to they've got to beat them when they get those matchups. The Rockets' defense still not great, but better than it was last season, which is uh, a step for them and enough of a step to matter when James Harden is putting up thirty and seventeen. You know, almost on a nightly basis, it seems like so. Uh, the Houston game on Sunday, very big for the Blazers. A much, it's going to be an even tougher test for their defense with all the shooting that the Rockets have outside of just Harden, Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson. So that team is going to present a lot of problems to the Blazers, but these are challenges that they need to step up to. You know, as good as the Rockets are, it's not like they're the Warriors. They still are a, a very flawed team and very beatable. And Portland needs to to get that win if, if they want to be serious about hanging in there, getting a home court spot, and and being a serious team. Al Farouk Amino, we don't know when he'll come back, but the, the bench appears to be playing better. Myers Leonard playing a little bit better with some monster games on Sunday and one tonight. If Al Farouk Aminu comes back, that that should slot more minutes for Davis and Leonard together. But hey, this is this is the NBA. It's it's not easy. The Blazers are are still hanging in there. They're not where they want to be at nine and nine, but it's better than they were at, better than the place they were in last year. So. If that's any consolation to the start of the season, I know the Turner thing has been a little bit of a mess. It seems like he's done a little bit better as of late. And the Blazers as a whole seem to be, uh, at least they were a little bit more comfortable tonight. But they need to continue to bring this type of energy, effort, attention to detail, not making it so easy for opposing offenses. Because the offense will come if they can get stops. And they can, if they can get out in transition and grab rebounds and get into the flow sooner, I think the offense will be fine. They, man, you know, that they have got to continue the effort and attention to detail and energy on the defensive end that they had tonight. If they get Aminu back, that'll certainly help, but they, they still can't count on that because um, Aminu isn't going to take this team uh, past the first round of the playoffs. The whole team's got to step up defensively to even get to uh the uh, a, a top seed or even just to avoid the clippers or the warriors right now so blazers win it on friday 119 104 thank you for joining me for another episode of locked on blazers here on the locked on podcast network i'm your host eric garcia gunderson subscribe to the podcast on itunes stitcher Google Play, Audio Boom, the fine folks who host our podcast, and leave us a five-star review. If you'd like to advertise on the podcast, send us an email to LockedOnBlazers at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. We will be back after Sunday's game where the Blazers will have a, a tough test on their hands with James Harden and Houston Rockets.